I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Hello. Hey, Whitney. Hi, Mark. How's it going? It's going pretty good. What are we, what are we? We're we're I haven't seen that a Her- podcast where we talk about things we haven't seen and oftentimes things we have seen. We're probably mostly going to talk about things we've seen. Yeah, um, no guests this week. Nope, that was fun though. It was really fun, and I look forward to future guests and also future Ian. I look forward to future Ian as well. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Who he, knows he, what he'll be like in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Will he have ray gun hands? <laughs> Oh no! I hope. Well, I hope only like one is a ray gun yeah. because he needs the other to like touch the face of his child. child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only Even one child. He the other child. Cry. He understands why you do. Oh, is my brother gonna be RoboCop? I think that's Terminator. Oh, well, I don't think RoboCop can cry at all. He also does not understand why you do. Wait, Terminator can cry? No. Okay, neither of them could cry. I think. <laughs> Um, but Terminator understands why you cry. Oh, okay. Actually, I think RoboCop understands all too well why you cry. He just can't. Probably. They probably because again, can't. I still, I, I still have not seen RoboCop. Yeah. Yep. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts me. I'll say that right now. Um, you know what I started seeing last night? You uh, started watching Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Which you hadn't seen. But now you Which are I had seen. not seen. And, I, and this is coming at the end of watching a lot of, or a fair amount, not a lot, of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Which I I actually feel bad because I do want to continue watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Well, the thing is, it'll be there. It's been there for, it'll keep, it'll keep. <laughs> I mean, okay, so my, my plan is now to just start with the second season and go through watching the ones that I haven't watched yet. Yeah, because so. now you, 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 you were a bit of a, you were a bit of a hater. Yeah, I was a hater. I'll admit that. But then we gave you we gave you a special a, cor- a course of, of a, a regimen in order to say yes no there, there there's there's good stuff. There's I feel good like stuff. I feel like now I need to ask you guys to give me a regimen of of things not to listen to or not to watch, <laughs> like like Sub Rosa like give me those ones. I think actually um, there is a website um, that's called Liz Tells Frank, and uh, it's a friend of a friend who the, the basic premise is it's her telling her friend Frank about. Things he hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> I should see if I get her as a guest. Uh, yeah. And um, one of the things they do is they do a skip it, watch it guide. I think I linked you to, I initially linked to the Deep Space Nine one, and then I looked at it and I was like, I disagree with this completely. <laughs> oh, this is wrong. How could you skip a Bashir O'Brien friendship episode? Good I God. I'm furious. So wait, do Bashir and O'Brien become really good friends? Their relationship, I think. Oh, wait. Is... It's it's kind of, it's 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 like, homoerotic right no 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 not them no oh that's bashar They're, and garrick? that's bashir and garrick yeah okay like bashir and o'brien are just like the 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 best like it's there there's there's is the best romance in star trek even though it is completely not sexual they're just like it's the truest of actual bromances and like their friendship is so like because they hate each other they like oh, oh you, you watch the first episode o'brien yeah. is like this guy is a turd and he kind of is but but O'Brien is also a He wants to have sex with everything. <laughs> he does. So I'm actually hoping, I started watching the second episode, but I was I was very tired. Um, and so I went Sweet. to bed. And uh, so, But the second episode, like seven different people like talk about how, how much they want to have sex with Lieutenant Dax. Well, yeah, she's super hot. Uh, and 
Yeah, but like I would assume there's other attractive women on the space station. It's just like one after the other. <laughs> and then and then then Cisco's kind of like he doesn't come out and say it, but he's like I consider you a mentor and a friend, but I feel uncomfortable in my Cause, pants. Because now you're in a you you used to be in an old man body, and now <laughs> you're in a super, have sex with that at all. Now you're in a super hot lady body. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and uh, and Quark was pretty great. Quark actually reminds me a ton of. I said Walton Goggins, but I guess I should. Have you <clears throat> have you seen Justified at all? I haven't seen that. It's I I I enjoy Justified. I yeah, I've got some I friends who are who are big fans of it. I haven't watched this last season. I haven't. He- I've heard that this last season isn't like as good as previous ones, but it's still justified. Uh, but <laughs> Walton Goggins, which is uh, the actor's real name, plays a character named Boyd Crowder. Okay, I am familiar with that's that's one of those things that I like. I always mix up the which th- those both of those names are ridiculous. Are probable, yeah. <laughs> which one is the real one? <clears throat> I mean, the thing is, is that he looks exactly like a man named Walton Goggins. But he also looks like a man named Boyd, Boyd Crowder. Crowder. It, it goes either way. Um, but but Quirk, something about his like inflections often reminds me of of Boyd Crowder. Justified is when I mix it up with um, Sons of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> one of, this is, there's one of my favorite um, old SNL sketches. That's it, it's a game show sketch that's just called "What Is Burn Notice." <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing is just them going. It's like I what? Um, I don't know. No, what is I, it? I watched a lot of Burn Notice. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of Burn Notice. Uh, have some Royal Pains. I never watch Royal Pains, but my 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 in laws are vi- are really into it. Um, yeah, they're real royal pains, eh? <laughs> I also watched like seven seasons of Bones at one point. <laughs> I wait. I think we've talked about Bones before on this I podcast. I don't know. I don't know if we have. Because I think I was complaining about the fact that like, like they do not have a Bible that tracks the main character's emotional development. <laughs> because when you first meet her, she's like robot cry. Like she does not understand emotions and like it slowly has her like growing to understand emotions. Um, but at the same time, like individual people who write scripts for get that. So there will be a thing. One episode, she'll be like really empathetic. And the next one, she like, like she doesn't understand why people don't like being called fat or something. Oh bones! Yeah, yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, there!" And it's like, guys, she's she's moving backwards. Is it? Is she actually called bones? Do they actually call her? Yes, bones? they call her oh. bones. Oh, then that's not as funny the thing I said. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's really funny because they're like, "Ah, we call her bones" because she like researches bones, and it's like that's not how nicknames happen. <laughs> Like, that's how people think nicknames should happen, but that's not actually... That's, like, fictional nicknames. Have you ever had any any weird nicknames? No. No, I never have. Any normal nicknames? No, I haven't had nicknames of any sort. My brother called you Pop and Lock'em. Yeah, I mean, I guess now I'm getting a lot of nicknames. <laughs> now, that you've, now that you've made friends with, with me and... Now Mark. that I'm connected into an international community of people who think my last name is comical. Your last name is great. Thank you. It's just really enjoyable to say your full name, Mark Popham. <laughs> I, I enjoy it as well. I proclaim it when I enter stores. Mark Popham Fresh. Um, Mark Poppomatic. I, I feel like lots of people want nicknames, and they're like, they believe that the nickname should reflect a thing about them. But you can't force a nickname. I don't even know if I know anybody who has like a, uh, like a nickname nickname. 
<clears throat> that's like not based on their name name. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not like Rob. It's like, hey, 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 Skeets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was a fad, like like drinking goldfish or something. <laughs> it seems like maybe, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of the one of those uh it's a book of co- in your book of college pranks yeah everybody it's... everybody tries to get into a phone bo- booth Oof. everyone comes up with nicknames and then you get to come out of the phone booth and then uh wear a big old fur coat and, and shout bula 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 <laughs> now this this is was that ever even real or is that just something that we have absorbed from pop culture referencing college pranks in the 20s i was about to say that i actually can't think of any like first person like primary sources that reflect that but i do remember in some bugs bunny comic book he like he pretends he's like doing a there's a football game going on and suddenly he's in a fur coat and he's yelling bula 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 where where is uh ken burns's college pranks college pranks documentary it's playing the it's it's a, a sad violin playing the charleston well yeah oh yeah playing the charleston <laughs> college pranks the name today makes us think of old time joviality but in the heyday of college pranks nothing could be further from the truth because it was all uh, escapism from the um <laughs> from the horrors of the gilded age or <laughs> as it was a recovery from uh the great war my dearest samantha today we all got into a phone booth <laughs> then i went to wall street and made a million dollars letter from jp morgan to samantha <laughs> My sweetest Eustace. <laughs> Today I swallowed 17 goldfish, but it can't fill the emptiness that's here inside me. Pranks are hell. Ever since you died from typhoid, I placed this letter on your grave. P.S. I made a lot of money on Wall Street, and I'm sure it will never go away. Can we seriously do a Ken Burns thing? It's just like slow pans over like <laughs> men in fur coats. It's just the same photograph and it's just panning back and forth for two hours. Well, you're you're the video editor guy. Yeah, I can do so, that. Here's, um, a, here's a fun thing. Um, I was just cooking with um, scotch bonnet peppers. And even though I washed my hands, like maybe. And I wasn't, I didn't even, um, I, I only cut the top off and then threw it in the, in the food processor. And I washed my hands like six times, but I just rubbed my eye, and now my eye is burning. So that's actually the like least painful place you could have just rubbed yourself, frankly. Yeah, I've yeah. made that mistake. Cooking with peppers—it's always a risk. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have gloves. I should have put on gloves, but I thought I always feel ridiculous. And also, like you have to get the non-powder gloves, or else you have powder oh, I have a, peppers. I have a big—I have a big thing of latex gloves because I bleach my own hair. Oh so. yeah, that makes sense. And uh, that for makes all the sense, I buy that. <laughs> and for all of my all murders, and for all the murders and extremely safe sex. <laughs> Do you? There's some one of the Naked Gun movies. Uh, they have sex wearing full body condoms. Yeah, yeah. That actually probably caused some fetishes right there. Yeah, that's a, that was whole. That's a very. Um, I feel like uh, growing up during the '90s, um, there was so much talk about safe sex and. Uh, you know, uh, waterfalls <laughs> and, um, wait, what? 
the, the, the TL- song by TLC? Yes. Three letters take him to his final resting place. Cause he Wait, that song's about HIV? Well there's one there's one verse. Okay. I thought that was about chasing your dreams and how you shouldn't. <laughs> which which uh, speaks to me, frankly. I feel like well if since since I grew up in the nineties and there was so much like like you're going to die of AIDS that I know it's it's basically like if you look at a penis, if you just look if you think too many thoughts, you're going to get AIDS. And I think I think even the like very slight difference between our ages, like four years, I think oh, yeah. like because I remember that, but I think you guys probably had it a lot more like furiously. Especially since I watched like I just constantly watched MTV. Yeah, that's in... true. It was in MTV in the nineties was really good. <laughs> now they don't even play music videos. What's the deal? Yeah. I have no idea what they even play on MTV. <laughs> yeah. They might yeah. play they might play music videos constantly. <laughs> we don't even know anymore. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great if that was actually the truth and none of none of us uh fucking smart asses <laughs> ever watched MTV. No, they play like Teen Mom and True Life, like whatever. I know that there's Which some show they, like are fine, actually. Yeah. Like That's not too different from Yeah. From uh from, like road rules. It's certainly better than like well, I don't know. I was the real world road rules world. Uh, challenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely better than the real world road rules challenge. But like the real world, in terms of like teaching kids about like gay people and like like personal difference and things like that. Well, the real world when I was a youth was very uh, it's very. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I, and I remember being, I was like, I don't know, maybe ten or eleven when the first season of it came on, and I remember thinking, oh. Well, by the time I'm old enough to be on there, that show won't be on anymore. <laughs> but what was great is I was like, oh, now I'm definitely way too old. I, I Are they still doing American cities or have they done all of them now? Are they like Abu Dhabi? Oh, man. they Oh, they should do a Dubai. Yeah, where you have to basically be a construction worker slave to build <laughs> to build a branch of NYU. <laughs> or, or, you know, you, you, you live in a in a what you just move from one air conditioned, extremely wealthy yeah. Uh, pod to another and you never see all of the construction casino. slaves yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i've read so many horrifying stories about what it's like to be in dubai uh it was really funny because when nyu uh decided to do their campus actually wait no that's this is abu dhabi i'm mixing it up um but when they decided which is, which, their... is which i mostly know is uh where uh garfield was always trying to ship normal wait wait is nyu in dubai am i mixing? It i don't up? know one second nyu dubai i just know nyu Oh, uh, calls oh, no, me sometimes and asks uh, for money. It's in Abu Dhabi. Um, but uh, when they started it, they were like, um, they were like, yeah, we have a very strict, you know, rules of treatment of workers. <laughs> Three years later, they're like, no one obeyed the rules about workers. <laughs> <laughs> Did not see that one coming. Our uh, campus is built on bleach bones in the yeah, desert. It's, but it's weirdly, a structure made of skulls. But weirdly, it's like that in a in a Manhattan as well. <laughs> Basically, um, <coughs> yeah, uh, NYU. Like, oh, thank you. Sorry, my wife just brought me the remainder of a beer that I'd left in the other room. I always leave like the last inch of a be- of beer in the bottle. I actually do it for the spirits, but she doesn't know that. <laughs> that is for the the gnomes that come after dark and do our for your uh, house elves our cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is this beer. It has Old Bay seasoning in it. Mm, so it's a crab beer. Yeah, I mean, there's a crab on the on the bottle, but it's pretty good actually. It's got shells in it. Yeah, I actually, I have you ever had an oyster stout? No. It's made, like made with oyster liquor, mm. and by liquor I mean like not 
like alcohol, I know what, yeah. but like the... I know what I know what I know. I know about oysters. Um, that's pretty good too. I'm 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 open for weird beers. I'm too. My mouth is open. My yeah. belly is open. Just just pour it in there. It's almost it's almost summertime, and uh, I'm excited because in summer I like to drink a lot of micheladas. Ooh. Actually, this would be this this beer would be really good as a michelada, I think. Which, if people don't know, that is a a beer that you have dumped about a bunch of hot sauce and lime juice and various other things, depending on your recipe. I I really get into frozen margaritas during the summer. Oh, yeah. I had this this one summer that was like maybe my drunkest summer was when I really got into it. But I also read this book, Moscow to the End of the Line, which is a Russian novel where it's just this dude like just getting hammered on anything. And he's coming up with all these cocktail recipes with like shoe polish and like <laughs> like drain cleaner and stuff. Um, but that was sort of that was when I fully accepted how much I like uh, how much. I, well, no, how much <laughs> I like frozen margs. <clears throat> Love a good. Yeah. The first frozen marg of a season. FM. Um, we should uh, we should go to uh, there's a place near I work called Rodeo Bar. That is a honky tonk kind of establishment. Wait a second. Wait, wait, where do you work again? You can bleep this out when you actually put this on the internet. That bleeping things out is uh, so much work. <laughs> so You can just put over uh, that guy reading that sandwich menu again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work I work in like Murray Hill. Okay, I'm at 29th. Oh wait, we talked about this. We, we just said that we we work go pretty to close lunch. To... Yeah. We we do you want to do you want to go to Mexico someday? They don't really have good seating. <laughs> we um, can go to lunch, man. We could go to stand in line and shake shack. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I love that. Ah, that's worth it. <laughs> I mean, the burgers are fine. Okay. It's just if you if you teach New Yorkers that they need to stay if you tell New Yorkers that there's a big line for something it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and then they'll stand in line for anything I'm not gonna stand in line if if I got Gothamist to write that people were standing in a line to get into my apartment so I could fart in their hands <laughs> out the door 6 a.m line every day you know I don't think you'd be able to to meet demand yeah yeah I, honestly I I have my own worries um, but like, just like shoveling, thing. shoveling lentils and cauliflower <laughs> into your mouth. And I'm like, I don't know what I, God damn it. I thought this would work. Waiting. <laughs> but like, like Riot. I think, I think there's so many people who just moved to New York who are very self-conscious about just having moved to New York that they're like, I have to do some real New York things. And one of those things is to wait six hours in line for a cronut uh, <laughs> and they'll, they'll do whatever. They don't care as long as it's like, like a. Actually, no. I think a lot of people wait in line for the new Dairy Queen. For real? Also, are are you are you excited for the new Dairy Queen? No. Really? I was never a DQ kind of girl. Really? Yeah. Well, never like really a dairy went in for barn. The... What's what's your deal? No, I just would just eat ice cream. I don't know. I just never Not never a went in for it. Fan? That's. I feel like I feel like I can only remember uh, having a blizzard once in my life, and it was when I was when I was stoned with my friend Steven. That's that was great. great. I oh yeah, it was great. Stoned and eating a blizzard right now. Yeah, um, I believe it was an Oreo one. Sorry, one second. I just got a really weird message. On what platform? I got a text message that says, do you have Chase? Oh, yeah, definitely don't answer that. Yeah, I don't... Um... Although, speaking of messages, I, I got a really good uh, spam message the other day. Go on. Um, 
it was the the subject was please i need a reliable person who will use this money and <laughs> i is low the i is lowercase and money is capitalized finally and, <laughs> and uh so, some choice lines um I'm contacting you because of your humanitarian support to charities and the less privileged and your previous donations, which I commend and impressed with. And, and <laughs> impressed like, somebody else. That's not me. And, uh, and the impressed is capitalized. Um, and this is from Lady Hilde- Hildegard Alessandro. I was married to late Sir David Alessandro, a British Italian man who died years ago. <laughs> he died years ago. Our life together as a married couple lasted for three decades without a child. My husband died after protected interest. He has. <laughs> Sorry, that last. That he last. has. He has thirteen million Great British pounds, and she and uh, Lady Hildegard is presently. I write from my sick bed because my doctor had just informed me that I have a very limited days to live, due to the cancerous illness which is fast eating me up. With this hard reality that has befallen my family and me. I have decided to entrust this fund to you and which and want to keep and want you to use this gift which comes from my husband's effort to fund the upkeep of and this is all this is in all caps earthquake victims orphans destitute physically challenged children barren women and then back to lower <laughs> barren, barren women barren women is uh is hyphenated <laughs> and persons who prove to be genuinely handicapped financially I okay we laugh but this is this is the plot point of every Jane Austen novel <laughs> I do hope you would be able to use utilize this money for said purpose of charity, all caps. <laughs> Murder, all caps. <laughs> I am taking this decision because my husband's relatives are troublemakers, capital letters. <laughs> and I don't want a situation where my husband's lifetime achievement will be used in material pursuits. This is, no, seriously, this is a Jane Austen <laughs> novel right here. I actually think you should write back because... I know I really want to. I mean... Actually, it, it, I feel like you could write a Jane Austen novel today where it the, starts. It starts spam. with this, and the, it turns out that it's not spam at all. It's actually someone's uncle who went to the Dutch East Indies con- and like made tons of money, but contracted malaria. So like that, like that Aikwood storyline, but different with uh, Doctor Leon some beaches. Oh yeah, yeah. You are you a are toilet seat that, that smokes a cigar. cigar. Oh, Mark Papa, uh, I love you. Um, oh, Lord, Aikwood. Um, this is why I'm taking this decision, more so because I was not lucky enough to be blessed with a child of my own that will inherit this money, and my husband relatives are bourgeois and very wealthy people, <laughs> and I do want my husband hard-earned money to be misused or invested into ill-perceived ventures. I do not want this money to be misused, hence the reason for taking this bold decision. I am not afraid of death, <laughs> hence I know where I am going. The thing is, this is how old people write emails. <laughs> All so, of this checks out so far. <laughs> so this did not come. I mean, it, it sends me an email. There's an email address that is h. Uh, Alessandro Guard at gmail dot com, but it did not. It did not come from. It came from sesap six two three at prigrande dot sp dot gov dot br dot gov gov dot br. Government of Singapore. B dot br. I think is that oh. Brazil. It's the government of it's the government of Singapore and Brazil who have united together with Hildegard Alessandro to give me money, but I can only use it for charity. Oh boy! Oh, good times. Thirteen um, million pounds. How how much is that? Is that I have a, no idea. I always whenever I read something in pounds, I'm like, <laughs> it's about two dollars. Yeah, when um, I was watching, when I was watching a lot of uh, I was watching a lot of Top, top Gear. Gear. 
Yeah. And they would tell you know, this this car is two million pounds. And I'd be like, let's see. That in real money would be and like I think the only math I know how to do is how to calculate a twenty percent tip. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, yep, I know how to I know how to tip on this sports car. <laughs> um tip to leave on this supercar. A lotus fa- so uh Lotus. A gentleman that I know who's a, a, a gentleman friend of one of my good friends uh, has like a Lotus as like a really fancy car, mm. but he, he doesn't drive it <laughs> or like he drives it. But like, oh, well, you can't drive those things. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you can't leave it on the street. And I was like, where the, where the, f- what, where do you leave it? <laughs> like Hovering. Yeah. <laughs> you have to leave it in the nega zone. Um, uh, alternate oh, side parking is in effect I, in the negazone. I, I drove a Mercedes yesterday. Um, <gasps> we got a zip car, and as is our custom, we got the like cheapest zip car you can get. Oh, so and so you were you were driving it, which you are not supposed to be doing, as I believe we've established. No, no. Uh, look, it turns out that you can add people to your zip car account, and the only reason we didn't do this years ago is that it's actually very difficult to find on the website. Mm. Um, but I am now on, I am now legally allowed to drive zip cars. Okay. Um, but, so basically the people... Especially now that you're getting sweet zip cars. Well, okay, no, 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 so we got, like, some shitbox. Um, (laughs) because who, who rents, like, a fancy zip car? The answer is absurd it's got, people. It's got the stupid zip car logo on it. Well, actually, so here's the comical thing. So we rented a shitbox. It was going to be 20 minutes late. Um, and so they were like, yeah, we'll give you any other car and just charge you what you were going to do for the other one. And they were like, we have a Mercedes like like 20 or not 20, like seven blocks away. And I was, we were like, okay. So we went and got in it. But yeah, it had no zip car logos on it. So I guess like nice cars like if you want to impress someone from like tinder or something or i guess business job uh, those are the same right yeah <laughs> oh tinder for business tinder for business it's like linkedin but you can also slip somebody something you can get uh, a little handy <laughs> I... So I, I had an idea for an app today because i was thinking well i could have i like i have my laundry delivered i can have booze here in an hour I need, there needs to be a new, we need to disrupt a little more, and we need an app where someone will come to your house and put change the duvet cover. Wow, I get that, um, because that is the most difficult part of it is having a duvet. It is, of life, it's the, it's the most difficult part yeah. of life. Every time I'm doing it, I'm like, at, like have, I'm, I'm like inside, the, I'm in the duvet. Sweating, I'm, like, <laughs> freaking I'm like, out. I'm like, I'm just gonna... This is it. I'm just going to lie down and die here. <laughs> I live in this duvet now. I live in this duvet now, and this is where I, where it will end. <clears throat> Apparently, I have a friend who I've seen videos where there's like a burrito method you can do it with, and there's always like, oh, you got to grab it by the... There's no way. It's never easy. It's always horrible. But I have a friend who's like 6'4", and he's like, oh, yeah, it's super easy for me because I got the wingspan. I'm like, Arr. So get um get, become, basket, become basketball players. Tall. Yeah, basketball players who, you know, maybe didn't didn't make the draft or you know well i always lay the inside out on the thing, bed and then put the cover on top and then i clip the edges yeah. although we got a new we got a like fancy west elm stephen allen one like it was on sale but it's it's very nice but it has ties and so mm. you don't have to use the clips uh and then i just turn it inside out that's how people do it right like how do you do it do you just hold the actual inside of the thing to your chest and like thrust yourself into the duvet? 
I do it so rarely that I don't even think I have a. I'm just like this is just a. Yeah, this is just gonna stay on for a really long time. Yeah, I can see that. It's not like my filthy body is touching it. I use a top sheet, which apparently people in Europe don't use. Really? What do Europeans do? I don't know. They float above the bed several inches. They just have their their filth right up against their duvet. See, the thing is, is most most nights I feel like I like to be under the top sheet, but not the duvet. Or like we call it a comforter here because mm. it comforts us. Yeah. Like Mary. <laughs> and you're not using some fancy French words. <laughs> duvet. Duvet. Wouldn't it be like duve? Duvet? Duve? I don't know. I, all, the only thing I know about French from being from Canada is that usually you don't pronounce the last letter. <laughs> Oops. <sighs> So yeah, that's a, I got to figure out a way to uh, so send that out to the, the boys in, in Silicon Valley and have some some extremely uh, bro culture, some some uh, programmers figure out how to uh, work why? the sharing economy. Why did nerds become bros? <laughs> ruined everything. They ruined it all. It's like uh, those stories about like breeding the most dangerous animals together, like breeding the biggest assholes together. <laughs> That's how we get a. That's not how we get Godzilla. Godzilla's no. uh, he. You know what wait, I? So I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that either. What is Godzilla's origin story? I think it's uh, nukes. But was it that he was created by nukes or that he was awakened by nukes? I don't know. I don't know. I um, mean, maybe it's that he's actually God. Although you know that's not even. Ugh. I was about to go into Japanese etymology, but then I just sort of... It's Kujira, right? Yeah, yeah, which is like a combination... It's a combination of gorilla and the word for whale, which is Kujira. Talk... Hey, say some more stuff about Japan. I dare you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, it was so funny. Last time talking to Ian, he was like, I don't want to talk too much about Japan. It's like you guys broke up with Japan. (laughs) I mean, he's... it's Well, he just doesn't... I know he doesn't want to sound like... Well, since he is a guy who went, he went and lived in yeah, in Japan I mean, for three years, and then came home with a wife. And there's a certain stereotype that tends to happen with a kind of dude who does that. Yeah, I understand his reticence. I understand both of your reticence. Um, but I just want to—I don't want to talk out of school. Yeah, but and I, I am mean, out of school. <laughs> I thought you were taking improv classes. Not yet. I'm saving up. <laughs> saving up. I don't have enough money yet. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, wait. Are you getting another text? No. About Chase? Okay, so so I have a so now my wife and her former roommate, uh, Liz, who's actually an editor at DC Comics, uh, they just peered in and like looked at me podcasting in my natural <laughs> environment. I hooted at them and threw some of my feces. Um, <laughs> Hear some coughing or laughing in the background in the background i thought i was worried you were gonna hear my uh, the the landlord of one of the buildings on my street uh he holds like yard sales but nobody buys anything and it's just an excuse for him to sit out and play along on his bongos to records oh no so it's been going on for like hours and the building that he sits in front of is not the building that he is the landlord of (laughs) (laughs) oh new york in, in 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 good weather and the thing is, he's like he's like a great guy. I'm sure he's a great landlord, and everybody likes him on the street. But it's kind of like Jesus, dude. Like, um, one time I had to get up very early. At uh, I had to go into the city at 
I had to drop off a drive at a movie theater at six in the morning. So yes. I had to go into Manhattan, pick up the drive. So I actually biked from my apartment at like four thirty. And I go downstairs and I open the door and I bring my bike out and he's just standing there. <laughs> like I think he wakes up every day at like three thirty and just, just hangs out and when the coffee shop opens, you know, four hours later at seven, he sits in there, but like and and like I come outside and he's there and he's like, That's a cool bike. Like, do you and like started talking to me about bikes. And I was like, I don't I don't think I can deal with this right now, man. <laughs> Madness. Um, but the weather is nice in New York. Finally, it's crazy. I went last night, and it was it was sad that you couldn't make it, and watched. I, uh, I was genuinely extremely sad. So were my friends. They were sad that you couldn't make it. Really, I mean it. It sounds sarcastic that I'm using this yeah, sincere voice. Yeah. <laughs> I am sorry about that. I'm oh no! So sorry you couldn't no. make it. No, like people were really like bothered that you weren't able to make it. Does that yeah. sound more sincere? Yeah. I- <laughs> That's yeah. fucked up. I think it does. The the, the, the <laughs> tone of voice you do where it sounds like you're make, trying to make me feel bad. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. I think this I, week, I this week has proven really that bad. I I'm, I want to make you feel better. Because what did I want? Yeah. What, oh, what wait, did we, we do? We haven't about this yet. You took over my Twitter account. You were sad about Twitter. Your tw- Twitter was bringing you down. <laughs> and I love Twitter. And uh, we were talking about some people who... You know that we follow, and we were like, we need to unfollow them because even if they're great, even if they're uh, smart, talented people, they're kind of a little much. <laughs> I I like the idea of you being like, there's another way. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said, uh, give me your password, and I will unfollow people for you. I actually think I like volunteered that. I I think I said, wouldn't it be funny? Because I don't want it to. I don't want it to sound like you were like, "What's your password and your mother's maiden name?" Well, that's, that was our first conversation. <laughs> Exchanging our mother's maiden names. And yeah, but so- it, my mother's maiden name is in my Twitter handle. So really, yeah, Whitney Arner. I thought that that was like a weird like. I you know I don't know what I thought. Yeah, people are, are really. It's my middle name as well. So okay. Uh, at one point, Kristen was like saying behind me that as I was, she was as I was tweeting, she was like, "I thought her last name was not Arner," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I can't, I can give you no explanation for that." Yeah, my brother and I both have my uh, my mom's maiden name as our middle name. That's really cool. And his uh, his son also has his mom's maiden name as his middle name. That is also very cool. Um, but you gave me your Twitter password. Yes. And I. I went all the way back to the beginning, like I, I scrolled all the way down to the start of your followers or your, fo- your follows. Yeah. And so, and I just, uh, I think I unfollowed close to 300 people. <laughs> and for, for some people I would, I would look and like, I would actually look and, you know, judge their Twitter and say, is this worth and it? Them. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't unfollow anyone who follows you. So, because I didn't want to. Oh, hurt. okay. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you. No, no, because I didn't want to. I mean, I. I don't know. They're, you might be friends. I didn't want to hurt anybody's yeah. feelings. Yeah. But uh, randos, screw them. <laughs> to hell with it. As just. So, but after a while, I was just like, don't like that. Uh, don't like that icon. Don't like that bio. That's a white dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, but the thing is, I told you before that, that I need. I need. I need less diversity in my feed. I need more men like me. <laughs> well, yeah. Now you do have less diversity now. It's yeah. <laughs> much. Much more women. <laughs> um, well, okay, so the whole thing is, the reason why I got, like, kind of burnt... Okay, 
it's it's kind of difficult to even talk about this because being like last weekend was a very hard time to be a woman on Twitter and I had a tough time too. <laughs> um, I expect that about you, man. But like it, it's like I wrote a lot about feminism during the whole yes all woman. Wait, was that last weekend? Yeah. It seems it's so been a long ago. week. It's been a yeah. really long week. It's also one of those weeks that like so much has been happening on with so much happened with that on Twitter that I keep expecting that to have any impact on the outside world whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, uh, guys, didn't you hear? Uh, yes, all hashtag yes, all women. Uh, we're done with this shit. And then the that, guys are like, that are you talking about fag, and then they shove you in the. Yeah. I mean that doesn't happen. I well okay. So one of the things is is that like you're so writing about feminism like women and like a lot of your friends and some other people tend to like write me back and be like that's great like thank you so this sounds like i'm bragging but like people are fairly complimentary about this stuff and, and i know after after a while if enough women thank you for for being a good feminist you start to feel terrible right because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're like oh no i'm not just doing this because so you tell me i'm good yeah basically i have some or problems receiving yeah yeah compliments <laughs> um but so the whole thing is is that it's it's also like if i knew it i feel like uh so one of the things that people generally say is they're like, you know, like talk to your male friends about this. And I kind of have to be like, I've got like two. <laughs> I have very few male friends. I did. I made you follow some some white dudes because in, in addition to unfollowing people, I also made you follow some. Yeah. People. Yeah. And I also made you follow like eight cute animal accounts. Yeah. Also, what the, what the hell is the notebook? I believe it is related to the fine film, The Notebook. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen The Notebook. Um, I I watched The Notebook last summer, as a for research purposes, and um, I got this was I, this is when I had received two bottles of Vive Acai mixed drink uh, from Clout. It was because of my Clout. Vive sent me two bottles. Of, they had bike messengered to my office, two <laughs> bottles of alcohol, and that's when I started taking Clout seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this so works I got, for me. So I got shitty drunk in summertime and watch the notebook and uh how'd that go oh it's great that movie is fantastic i have not i have not oh, it's, seen it, the i mean notebook. it's terrible it's terrible i think my wife owns it um it's it's uh well i mean it's like the dumbest romance in the world and that but it actually has a genuinely great sex scene really yeah <laughs> rachel mcadams is fucking going for it because it's Ryan Gosling and it's raining and they are making out wet and it's crazy. I mean, just says that so says me and all my lady friends. And then at the end, uh, you cry your face off because um, old people and dying. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was awesome, especially since I was very drunk at that point. It hits both. It hits on both levels. Oh, uh, yeah. The Rachel McAdams sex scene and the uh, old people dying. <laughs> yeah. Alzheimer's and death. Oh man, wait! I don't think we've talked about that next generation episode that made me cry yet. No, we haven't. That was rough. Wanna, also, the it? first episode of Deep Space Nine was not like it, the opening was not fun at all. No, <laughs> Jordy wasn't building a model ship for some reason. Data wasn't misunderstanding common like things of speech. There wasn't like really some goofy little should like. Should have learned that by now. <laughs> Wesley wasn't wearing a sweater. That guy we did have... died. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it starts out. Yeah, your your main character is a widower. Um, baseball. Baseball. <laughs> he he puts up with. I feel like if a um if an incorporeal entity was like explain to us time, I'd just be like, nope. No, this this seems like a lot of effort. I'm just gonna die here. Yeah, like you guys, Phil, I'd have to think like abstractly and philosophically about this, and I don't want to do that. Can you just send me back? Yeah, through the wormhole. I don't. I'm fine. I'll just lie down here instead <laughs> of doing that. Um, and he's not even a captain. Oh yeah, I okay. So also, Wikipedia is probably kind of a problem because I was like looking up characters, and then it's like dies in three seasons, and I'm like, cool. Oh. I love it. I I saw that Worf turns up later on. Hell yeah, he does. Does his girlfriend come back? Well, no, I don't think so. But uh, he might find he might find uh, some love in a different place. Uh, sorry, bad romance just popped into my head. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a wharf music video that we should put together. Oh my god! <laughs> Just exactly the same, only it's wharf. Only it's wharf. Um, that's I, a cultural mashup I will take <laughs> all the way to the bank. Um, I'm not changing any of the lyrics. Not making a filk or anything. Yeah, sorry. One second. Let me reply to this. Are you still getting texted about Chase? Yeah, I okay. So I was like, well, they can't mean Chase Bank, but they did mean Chase Bank. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Also, I probably shouldn't talk about like financial things in a recording that I'm gonna put on the internet later on. <laughs> oh, is this is this from somebody you know? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was just like a from it's, from it's, from a, wait, a random Hildegard von whatever it is. Hildegard Alessandro. Hildegard, yeah. Because uh, her late husband, uh, let's see, what was his name? Richard Alessandro. David. David, David. Alessandro, who is a British-Italian man. David British Alessandro slash. sounds like the name of a character in Dune. Ooh. And we bring it full circle. Always back to Dune. Always back to Arrakis. The desert planet. I have a friend who spent Thanksgiving with Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, I think you mentioned that last time we talked about Dune. Yeah, and then I didn't explain that story, but, you know. Okay, wait, hit it. It's well, you know what? Wait, Maybe I, I think a... you did explain that story that they just ended up at Thanksgiving with Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, no, she was. She's a she's a writer. She's a food writer, and that was like her assignment was go spend Thanksgiving with Kyle MacLachlan and like his family. And it, it was like his winery and his friends and family, and it was amazing. I bet he has a full life. <laughs> oh, he does. And she said his hair is just as magnificent in person. Oh man! And like she went home with some some wines. I believe I believe one of them he a put a note underpants that she he put a, he put a note on it that said the owls are not what they seem. Here's my confession. Oh my Most of Twin Peaks, I haven't seen that. Actually, same here. But I can blame my siblings for that. And would you like to know why? I would. My siblings are musicians. Um, how many how many siblings do you have? I have two. I have a brother and a sister. And they're mm -hmm. wonderful. Are they um, older or younger? They're older. Uh, so years ago when the East Village Kims was closing, I went in and I, they were selling all their DVDs for like five bucks and I got all of Twin Peaks on DVD and I come home and I had a, like a normal job. I was going to say nine to five, but I've never worked a nine to five in my life. It was a 10 to seven, like possibly later job. And so I started watching Twin Peaks with my brother and sister and I was like, <laughs> okay guys, I'm going to work. Please don't watch any more of Twin Peaks because I want to watch it with you. I come back home. They've watched, they're a season ahead of me. <laughs> they just spent all day watching Twin Peaks. You're like fuckers. Yeah, so I never really progressed past uh, 
past where I had gotten with them. I think I watched the first two or three episodes, and uh, like once it was on Netflix. And I think part of part of my problem is um, for years and years, I like I just I only would watch things on my laptop, and because I'm super distractible and. There's, like, people talking to me, and the internet is happening there on the laptop. I would just, like, wander away from whatever tab or window had the show in it. And then I was like, oh, it's uh, two hours later. I forgot I was watching that. Never mind. But now I have a nice living room and a television that shows that I can watch Netflix on. And so now now I can watch a TV and then also be distracted by my laptop. But it works better. Yes. So I've gotten way better at watching I've gotten way better at watching media content. <laughs> so good at it. Ugh. A plus. So I, yeah. Cool. It's working. So I should I should give that another 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 rumble. Yeah, me too. I'd like to watch it with like a group of people. Maybe we can get together a like Twin Peaks watching community on on Twitter. I bet we could. I, I feel like getting together a Twin Peaks watching community on Twitter. We should start using that in place of the term "falling off of a log." <laughs> <laughs> It's as easy as getting a bunch of Twitter nerds to watch Twin Peaks. So easy. Um, what else? How's your week? I was all right. It's pretty good. Oh, uh, I went to. Uh, I was gonna say my thing. I haven't seen. It's an. It's an. I haven't read. I've never read The Great Gatsby. Oh yes, tell us everything about this. Well, you see, I I think I was assigned The Great Gatsby in high school, but I never. I think I read maybe the first chapter, and then I was like, "Fuck this." Um, I in my eleventh grade. English class. I, I was, it was American literature, and I definitely did not do any of the reading, and yet still somehow got A's. I don't know what oh, I America. did. You probably, I, you probably get it. I'm very good at lying, I guess. I don't know. That's and I did American give, is all and I did, I did give the teacher a dog. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I've never read The Great Gatsby. I haven't even seen the movie. But I went on Thursday night to the shipwreck competitive erotic fan fiction uh show where people read fanfic about the great gatsby and it was fucking incredible it was there were six writers um including uh the the two guys who write night vale and uh mara wilson write it while you were there no no, they they wrote it before okay okay so it's a so when i pictured i just pictured that akewood arc (laughs) with competitive sapphic erotica (laughs) No, it was this was this was pre-prepared, and then and then a uh, Cecil Baldwin from Night Vale read it, and so that was a treat in itself. But uh, I'll you know, bet it was. And so each each writer had you know a different character assigned that that was they were supposed to write about, and like the the first one was uh, Nick Carraway, and the, the my favorite line from that one was, <clears throat> you know he's he's come up into the bathroom and there's a a girl in the bathtub and he asks you know what are you doing and she says I'm ruining the gin. <clears throat> Excellent. And there was a you know a great punchline involving Caraway's seed. Oh. Excuse me. Um, and you know characters like and one 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 story was actually like pretty hot, and you could see like everybody was kind of like leaning in on their, on their seats, kind of going. And there was the one about the optometrist. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the winner, the winning story was uh, the one about the yellow car. Right, right, and that was that was written by Jeffrey Craner, my friend, and uh, confidant. Yep, and uh, he won. He won a little like silver trophy. <laughs> it was. Was it like engraved? It was. Uh, it's like best. What shop did they get that at? Because I wanna, I wanna like interview the person who engraved that. You know what? I bet that person has seen what way weirder. <laughs> yeah. 
I was here in 1974, buddy. I used to be the guy who made trophies for Screw Magazine. <laughs> I used to make a lot of best key party trophies. I would like the idea of best a key wife party... swapper. <laughs> a key party community that's so organized that they actually have a award ceremony and like <laughs> and like like trophies given out at the end of each year. The 1974 uh, wife swapping uh, invitational honorable mention <laughs> doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I remember reading a story once. Um, I can't remember in in what publication, but it was something about a couple of. Uh, like baseball players in the 70s who just like swapped lives swapped wives oh yeah i think i read about that at some yeah. point they're just like let's just switch wives and then they they did and that was just what they did i think it's 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 very interesting in like a history of polyamory in america that in the 70s apparently everybody was just like let's give it a try and then immediately afterwards we were like let's not do that again well then 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 AIDS happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Then and sex that stuff brings being us fun. full circle. <sighs> full circle like the uh, condom eye patch on Lisa Left Eye Lopez's left eye. Rest Wait, it was a condom eye patch? Yes, have you? I didn't pick up anything about this shit. You could have... I don't think you've even seen this. I was very young. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could... I'm glad I'm here to educate you to now. shatter my illusions. About waterfalls? Yeah, yeah. I guess these are just the things that I notice. Well, I mean, you're also four years older than me. Yeah. You are my and as elder. We discussed, as we discussed, in, in that... At that youth, at that youth age, the difference between, you know, 17 and 13 difference. Between yeah, 13 and 9, so. huge difference. Yeah, you're probably yeah. not even allowed to watch MTV. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, like, ever. But I did. <laughs> I found ways. Um... Oh, have you read? Do you do you read the comic books? Do you read the American comic books? The, I have. So, and and also, I mentioned this because the the writers are fairly active on Twitter. Uh, Matt Fraction and uh, Chip Zdarsky. I I have Sex Criminals. I have not yet read it. Really, it's a pretty quick read. Yeah, I just uh, it's something I like. I bought it on a because I read mythology. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a sale, I think, and yeah. I just haven't sat down and read it yet i actually went to a like comic book store near me and picked it up because i'd heard so much about it it's, it's very good the one thing that i'm kind of like eh, is there's a guy who the, the like one of the main characters doesn't take his medication because it makes him feel like like dull which eh. that old chestnut well it's like a thing that like i understand that happens and has happened to me but at the same time i'm like uh that uh. You should just, you should try a different, <laughs> you, you should try a different prescription. Then. Maybe try the Wellbrutin instead yeah. of the Lexapro, buddy. Yeah. Like, there's there's a generally a system for doing this. Instead of being an old Johnny Truant in uh, House of Leaves. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just using Johnny Truant in, like, a general sense. <laughs> when I... you said House of Leaves, I shot backwards 12 years and thought about that thing where they talk about throwing a dog out of a car. I now wish I had just said Johnny Truant because that would have been great. Johnny Truant should be a line of whiskey, but like a postmodern whiskey. All right, I was looking. I was just looking, as I, I believe I you could tell on. A, I was looking at boozecarriage.com. I love the is, name that they were just like. Let's just call it booze carriage. Booze carriage. I br- I briefly had a. I tried to do a booze blog, like a like cocktail wine thing 
blog, and it was called boozymcguzzles.com. <laughs> That's incredible. I love it. Um, so with boobs, booze carriage, boobs carriage, which is something different. Hello? Oh. D- that was so terrible. You missed me saying boobs carriage. <laughs> well, did you hear did you hear me talking about my booze blog? Uh, boozymcguzzles.com. Yes, boozymcguzzles.com, which I then, you know, I wandered away from because, hey, why stick with the project? Yeah, <laughs> of course. This this guy gets it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know how that goes. But this is a, I don't know if you know this about me, my, my cocktail um, background skill slash thing that I, I am a bit of an amateur mixologist person. Really? Yes. Um, so last, uh, it's just something I've, I enjoy doing because I like drinking and I like making cocktails and I like drinking cocktails and sometimes I will invent them on my own. Um, and like, for instance, uh, last summer, almost a year ago, um, I was on, uh, the NPR quiz show, ask me another, I was really? a contestant. Yes. Man, you, you need to put this in your bio. I guess. <laughs> My bio you're where just, you're just where's on what bio where yeah where, what true. bio on your on your do you have a do you have a website for your personal brand I think I did set up an about me thing you should totally have it, it should describe you as a raconteur oh yeah I think it might <laughs> god damn it or maybe a gadabout yeah Oof. man about town a dude but in the like the 1920s like wearing leather <laughs> boots up to your like thighs way and then the, and then the big old fur coat yeah yeah bula 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 my my college prank is that i just get in the phone booth and don't let anybody else in my college prank is that i drink a lot and fall asleep oh so good <laughs> love it classic prank but uh when i was on ask me another my uh my like they before you know you fill out a like a little quiz and they're like this is a very hard quiz you won't be able to get everything and i filled it out and then you know they're like okay we you you seem good well i'm gonna you know the producer is gonna call you and you know we'll have a chat about like what what you know your quiz strengths are and like what kind of puzzles you're good at and a little bit of fun facts about you and my fun fact is that i do like cocktail things and it, this was around the time like people were doing a lot of um like nerd like nerd cocktails make me angry Wait, do you mean like the nerd cocktails at the nerd bar by me that are all named after Doctor Who beverages? And they probably all have blue curacao in them. God, they all have blue curacao in them. Yeah, they're all garbage sugar candy drinks. And you know what? Garbage sugar candy drinks, they're fine when you are like in your 20s, in your early 20s. Also frozen margaritas for your entire life. Oh yeah, those are, well no, that's that's fine. Those are good. Just making sure. Like there's that, there's that and then there's like, like stuff with, you know, Midori and yeah and pucker i think we need to we need to draw a line between like classic like rum based cocktails like hurricanes and those ridiculous things which are like fruit juice based yeah versus ones that are like specific novelty liqueur like yeah midori <clears throat> and, and things a, like, like that based a margarita like the sweetness like if you're like really going hardcore the sweetness is just from like triple sec yeah, you're not, you're like yeah. dumping any extra. I mean, they probably if you're getting a big old frozen margarita, they're probably putting a little extra sugar in there. But <laughs> yeah, that is in there. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're, you know, uh, but I and this was like since I am always on Tumblr, I would see these like nerd cocktails. Like there, I've seen ones for like the Avengers, and it was stuff like uh, just just 
like you can't make a Tony Stark and have it just be sugar water. He's Tony Stark. The Tony Stark cocktail should just it be has a to glass be rye based. A, the, like... a Tony. Here's here's how you make a Tony Stark. Here's how you make an Iron Man. It's a glass of scotch. It's a glass your... of scotch and regret. Like you drink <laughs> it and then you spiral. And money. And then you kill a guy. Uh, you kill a doom. Wait, what country did Latveria representative on television in front of a bunch of people? It's any drink that you met, you build in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> it would have been really great if an Iron Man, when he was in that cave, instead of building the Iron Man suit, he made a still. Here's the thing. I, 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 I like that movie. I've seen a lot. Cause, the uh, first one? Yeah. It's a, a, Robert Downey Jr. is really attractive in it and very charming. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing I noticed. Doesn't his... His really neatly trimmed goatee stay just as neatly trimmed the whole time he's in an Afghani prison. He probably had that like laser depilatory surgery. <gasps> I bet he did. That actually makes a lot of sense for that character. See, yeah. that's, that's the great thing about characterization. They didn't even need to mention that. And when we thought about it for a second, we realized that he probably really... had laser depilatory surgery. We're really good at fanfic. Yeah. Well, we, someday we'll write we'll write erotic fanfic for a great work of literature i don't even think that we like i'm not gonna write it about the avengers or the great gatsby i want to write it about like gilgamesh oh yeah oh well the, gilgamesh the tale of roland oh nice Actually, wait did you see that did you see that beowulf movie the like oh, yeah. cgi one? Oh, i did with <laughs> yeah my friends and i were doing a bad movie fridays for a while because there was a while in my company uh we were in hard times and everyone was under a 10 uh, percent pay cut but, you know, to make it up for it, they let us have half days on Fridays. So um, we would leave work early and go to my house and we would watch bad movies. Cool. <laughs> so I've seen um, uh, Dreamcatcher is an amazing bad movie. Have you seen that? No, I have not seen that. Um, that's a movie that involves Morgan Freeman saying the word shit weasels. <laughs> it involves... Weasels. It involves Jason Lee flipping off Morgan Freeman while he's in a helicopter. It involves a man like talking in, talking into a phone, talking into a gun like it's a phone, and then it's delicious. It's so fucked up. But yeah, I uh, I we watched Beowulf as as part of that. I I was actually kind of interested in that interpretation. I thought it took it in like kind of an interesting way. I don't remember. Well, <sighs> the, the idea that he creates. Or that, like, Grindel's mother is, is like, some sort of elemental spirit that seduces these heroes, and that's where Grindel comes from. Um, but Well, when you, you'll write some very erotic fanfic. <laughs> well, it's definitely, that shit's definitely on Netflix. Yeah. The, the dustbin of history. And also, I'll tell you, Gilgamesh, there has probably been a hell of a lot of uh, erotic fanfic. I'm sure Anne Rice has written a whole book about oh my God. Enkidu. Enkidu? Enkidu? I don't, Enkidu. Sp- I don't speak. Neil Stevenson yeah. wrote some of that too. <laughs> Hot. Look, everybody wants a piece of Enkidu. <laughs> yeah. Um, but cocktails. Um, I remember I saw it was, um, I think the thing that sent me over the edge was there was a Incredible Hulk cocktail that was like Midori and Absinthe. That seems like the Hulk. I mean, that definitely makes me angry. So. Yeah, if somebody if somebody hands you that, you need to just go to a safe place and call an adult. <laughs> um, so I invented my own Incredible Hulk cocktail, which was jalapeno-infused tequila, cilantro-infused sugar syrup, uh, lime juice, and then a um, lightly smacked leaf of purple basil floating on top. And 
that also and that goes with the I also made the uh, the Dr. Banner, which was Ice Sleepy Time Tea and Old Tom Gin. That is very good. Yeah. I like that. That's delicious. Make a big picture of that. Mm-mm-mm. Have you ever had bourbon slush? No, but I saw you posted that. Uh, yeah. That's going to happen. That it, it is it is very good. I It's like frozen so, lemonade and bourbon and iced tea and Yeah. So here's the thing. My my I have a very large family. Um on my mom's side just because on my dad's side cuz they're Catholic. Um and we do a thing at Christmas where we would all go to my grandparents' house and like everyone has exchanged gifts due to a like very high fantasy rota system like drawing names and then trading and anyway and then we'd all sit around going around a circle and like opening gifts this goes on for four hours oh my god and like the last couple of times i've done this it's been while i've been over 21 and my family they're 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 we're we enjoy the juice of the barley like Mm -hmm. we do enjoy a tipple Mm-hmm. And uh, I so who I have, does mine? Yeah, I have gotten so drunk waiting for people to. Also, there's a part of it that like people get each other novelty gifts, like not novelty in terms of like penis shaped pasta, but in terms of like someone's been getting someone else uh, chocolate covered cherries for Christmas in my family for literally forty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we do that kind of kind of thing. That's, that's when you chug. Is uh is in the uh, the Popham family gift exchange drinking game. The Popham family Christmas jamboree. <laughs> but no, it's actually I, it's nice. I'm like, yeah. I I love those guys. <laughs> Good old fam, little fam time. It feels it feels weird talking about like the idiosyncratic things about your family because those are also the things that you love about your family. You know, hey, um, hey save it for the books, Sedaris. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could write a David Sedaris style book about my family. I don't think you should. Well, yeah, that's that's a reasonable. You should write a Mark Popham style. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, and I was I was recently in a in a bit of a disagreement with uh, some people on Twitter, uh, mostly one person in particular who listens to this and knows who she is, um, <laughs> and knows what she's done. Oh, she does know. Um, this is this is Ahab ninety nine on Twitter. You know her. Um, yeah. I feel, uh, I feel bad because I was... I you were going to meet her bad. yesterday. Oh, well, I feel bad about that. But also because I was like, oh, I'm done with Next Generation, time for Deep Space Nine. And I think she was like... I don't think she was genuinely hurt. No. But I I feel shitty that like she's she's tried so hard to get me into the Next Generation. And, and has succeeded. She's succeeded. Yeah, very much so. But like you've... you've You've drawn me in with the tawdry dramas of Deep Space Nine. I've been I've been wailing at you about for Deep Space uh, about really, Deep Space Nine for like you. two and a half months at least. Um, <laughs> but uh, in my family, we tend to have a rule that on like holidays and whatnot, or just in general, you you don't start drinking until three. Three p.m. is the time after which you drink, because once we start drinking, we don't <laughs> stop. And she's like, "No, you can start drinking at noon." I'm like, oh, it's just, it seems sinful. Seems I mean, we like on our weekends. Our rule is afternoon. Um, yeah. But 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 in family in family situations, also like my my family, they 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 get some real nice liquors. So if you start, you just like it's pretty steady. 
Yeah, this is yeah, this is again. It's like if I start drinking at noon, I'm gonna be just. I mean, I guess it like it depends on. I mean, if it's you know like gentle beers and and like <laughs> white wine beers. white wine spritzers at noon, and then slowly working up to the whiskeys later. It's just no. It's just in the in the Reynolds household, we start drinking at three. I mean, I've I've tried. I've been experimenting with drinking earlier than that. It just does not feel right. Can, Ian will hear this, and Ian, you know. It's only right to start drinking at three. I don't know, man. I had a rough morning. I went to REI and bought hiking boots. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I will admit, like, if you're going to brunch, I guess. Yeah. That's fine. But usually when you're going to brunch, I don't think you're starting up a, a day, a bender. I think on, on family vacations with my with my family, it's, like, generally <laughs> beer whenever. Margarita hour is at three. <laughs> On the Lido deck. Yeah, yeah. After three, it's, you know, like catch as catch can, really. <laughs> every, every Everything goes. Everything and anything. Um, anyway, uh, hooray for drinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, well, uh, and uh, to bring it back, I, I got to, you know, tell these. The, oh, yeah. God. I got to, I got to talk I'm about sorry. this, this um, my, my cocktail stuff on NPR. And then afterwards, um, I sent an email like a thank you to the producer, and I, it was also uh, in I I I answered too quickly and um, with all my right answers, and uh, I was supposed to wait for someone to say Whitney, so they had to record a couple of pickups. And since uh, Jonathan Colton is like the musical co-host on that show, he had to do a couple of Whitney. That's right. That's correct, Whitney. Whitney, I love you. Oh my god! <laughs> I was in the back and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Did Jonathan How? Colton just say he loves me? Your life is so improbable, Whitney. <laughs> you have no idea. Do you have that as a WAV? Is that well, no, that's the thing. Ring? That's the thing is I, I emailed the producer and I was like, hey, if you got that, send it to me. And she's like, I'll see what I can do. But hey, we've actually got um, uh, uh, we're doing a taping coming up that's going to be sponsored by uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka. And we were wondering, we were looking for someone what? to make a, to make a signature cocktail to be served at the event. Um, if you can, you know, if you were interested in that and you want to come up with a couple of recipes. <laughs> and so and so the limitations were it had to be it had to have the vodka. It had to be be able to be made on mass, make a bunch of it. Yeah. And also at the Bell House where they don't they don't make fancy drinks yeah, there. Yeah. Which is they do um, like the usually when the thrilling adventure hour comes to town, they do it at the Bell House and they have like a couple of fancy specialty cocktails like themed and it's just like the, the bartenders at the bell house are like oh god disinterested and like uh, you want me to muddle no <laughs> we don't even we don't even have we don't even use glass in the in the, in the... Pour it into your hands <laughs> so I, I came up with it they they ended up calling it the i gave it with a couple of recipes that were just sort of kind of spins on uh like standard stuff like i did something kind of negroni related and the one they used was oh it all comes together it was the they called it the brooklyn tito rita so it was uh tito's and orange juice and and uh lime juice and uh some some brooklyn bitters sriracha bitters Ooh, yeah it was quite nice and uh they served a lot of it and during that taping the air conditioning was broken at the bell house so it was very exciting <laughs> i took a little picture of it and it was exciting and i also made a just to you know, because I was sucking up, I I made a gild the lily. I invented a cocktail in honor of the the host Ophira Eisenberg, who was a delight. Which I made a uh, Dorothy Parker gin, because uh, because she's a witty lady, and 
uh, rosemary infused sugar syrup, lemon juice, and uh, club soda or seltzer, whatever. Canada Dry, because she's Canadian. So what I'm, uh, you sh- you probably should have used clearly Canadian. <laughs> Is that <laughs> I available? They, I don't think they make that anymore. Oh. I was gonna say I, I've learned what I'm learning here is that I've really I've really grabbed the coattails of uh, I've really grabbed the right coattails here. <laughs> I've hitched my wagon to a star. And you know, thank God I finally have a a male. <laughs> yeah, finally people, people take you seriously. Someone will listen to me. This is the Remington Steel effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I, I'm I'm fine being your Wooster. <laughs> um, I uh um, well, we were ta- talking on Twitter because um, since I was looking at at booze that could be sent to my house, and you had shitty booze. Like I was like, oh, I could have some Rumplemans sent to Mark Popham. I don't just have shitty booze. I know, I know. You took a picture of your bar, and I was like, whoa, nice. I have I have problems with like reading cocktail recipes and being like I should make that and then you have to get whatever ridiculous shit that cocktail is made out yeah. of. Um and then for a while I was trying to get into rum as an alternative to whiskey, which apparently this year is the hot new thing because there's a whiskey shortage. Oh yeah, um, there's a bourbon shortage. Well, luckily I'm and there's a, and the, well, I'm, apparently I'm the lime shortage bourbon. has passed. Yeah, the lime shortage has passed. Ah, uh, okay. Where I am now, I don't need bourbon anymore. It's all rye. Mm-hmm. But um this gunpowder rye, I I think I've probably talked about it before here, but it's so good. So That's the next thing I'll randomly send to you when you're ill. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> Very sick right now. <laughs> <laughs> if it actually would be a lot better if it was delivered by a guy wearing like the Edgar Allan Poe mask. Not, not, not from the following, but the dude who used to drop shit off at Edgar Allan Poe's grave mask, and he gave you like a black rose at the same time. I'd be like, "Thank you, sir." <laughs> glug, glug, glug. But uh, once, when I was um, blowing um, my <laughs> go on the life insurance from my Timothy mother's death. <laughs> yes, when I was blowing Timothy Dalton, he. Uh, no, no, my brother listens to this. <laughs> You can't hear my stories about when I blew. Chance to dream. When I blew Timothy Dalton. Have you seen uh, Penny Dreadful yet? I haven't. Is it worthwhile? Hmm. I would say so. Yeah. Right. Like the first one episode's fairly enjoyable. The second episode is fairly enjoyable. There's like a completely bonkers Ava Green thing. Timothy Dalton just Daltons through the whole thing. I do He's like it. He's very Dalton. So um, yeah, check that one out. Yeah, uh, that was something where I couldn't tell. Is like, is this? Good bad or bad bad or good good. It's good. It's I don't know. There's there's things that don't work, but there's like lots of things that hit very well. Who are the Who are the um um uh, public domain heroes in it? Uh, well, Dorian Gray just turned up in like a very a good use of Dorian Gray in the second. I know there's there's Doctor Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein is in it. And Frankenstein. Um, and. Don't don't make me say it, Whitney. Don't make me say it. Yeah, it's uh It's Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's uh, monster is his father. <laughs> please call him monster. Um <laughs> I haven't read that. Then uh Mina Murray is implied her presence. Mm-hmm. Uh She's in, she was in a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah. right? You know okay. what I was I was talking to my wife about the other day. It's kind of crazy that when they made The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, 
that they still called it the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because the plot was so different from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that they should have just been like Victorian fun time and like not and it doesn't... paid Alan Moore and like yeah, ugh. especially since those are public domain characters. Yeah, like they didn't have to pay him shit, and, then and I Le- wouldn't have been disappointed while at art school with an eight to one female to male ratio. <laughs> And League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, that's not like, as comic book movies go, that's not like, oh, a, yeah. like a, oh shit, it's Batman! You know, it's not, you're, you're only going to get the, the nerdos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The people who went to see it with me were definitely nerdos at that point. <laughs> so you got, okay, we got, a, we got Dorian Gray. We got a... Dorian Gray, Frankenstein, uh, Mina Murray. Um, who is yeah, Eva I think Green? that's it so far. Ava oh. Green is a spiritualist. Yeah, I, I've heard that there's something bonkers that happens with a seance, but that's all I know. Oh, yeah. It's... I, we were... <laughs> okay, so this sounds ridiculous, but my wife and I do this thing, and it's not like a... Go thing. on! <laughs> just like where occasionally we'll be walking around and just be like, wait, we haven't even talked about... And the other day we were walking the dog in the park, and like I turned and I was like, we haven't even talked about Ava Green in the second episode of of um i almost called it lady of extraordinary gentlemen but of penny dreadful and like we talked about that a little bit but uh yeah it's it's bonkers it's because she plays a very restrained character for the for the first episode so when that happens you're like oh yeah this is ava green (laughs) oh vesper (sighs) wait do you use the iphone app vesper i do not have an iphone oh (laughs) sorry i was about to throw my microphone across the room but (laughs) jk um, have you seen Fargo? You know, I have not seen either the film or the movie, and I own the film on DVD. Oh gosh, you're in for a treat. I know, and I love the Coen brothers. What's wrong with me? You know what? You just haven't, you know. Why do I hurt myself and those around me? You're not hurting me. No. Emotionally. No, I'm I'm excited for you, because now you get to... You're like half a mile away from me, so... You're not technically around me. It would. It would uh, this only. This is the last weekend where it's the fucking shuttle bus. Is. I don't even know what horrors your train situation is. Well, the the the, the two train stops at Franklin Avenue. That's it. Oh. And I live four stops past Franklin Avenue. <laughs> that sucks. It does. I'm sorry. And then so there's and it doesn't there's none of it on the weekend so it's hey guess what you're on a shuttle bus. That is the worst. And usually, you know, this is fine because I don't do things on the weekend. The weekend is me time. That's when I sit in my house and I cook a lot of food and I get drunk and watch uh, movies. You also podcast. Yeah, that too. Uh, But this month it's been like uh, going places and doing things and son Uh, of a bitch. Um, So the MTA, the guy put out a statement that like was like, yeah, you know, we need to step up our game because a lot of millennials, you know, they expect things, like timing things. And it's like, no, dude, fuck you. People expect things. We just want trains to run. I don't give a shit about a sign that tells me when the next train will come. Although I will note that, like, Austria has had those signs for literally 15 years. Well, when I went to Japan... Yeah, look, Japan doesn't even have trains anymore. You just manifest in a Gundam at your destination. <laughs> like a Shinto spirit in, in envelops your body, and then you... That that river spirit from Spirited Away. <sighs> I want to watch that again. You place you place a leaf on the head of a fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're there. Um, but you must spend um, 
a year in one of the seven hells. Right, right. That makes sense. The thing is, like, I just want trains to come because literally the last couple of years of MTA service in New York have been the worst of my, like, New York life. I mean, I, I, I had a bit of a breakdown this winter, and part of it was just because the subway has been a nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, I... Oh, I, you, oh, subway, you're such a big <laughs> baby just because you got all super flooded by a hurricane. Ooh, get over but it. Like, because your your hundred year old tunnels were filled with water. Not all, not even that. Like it's also just shit. Yeah, just like it's it's constantly underfunded, and that's more Albany's fault, or like that's more like the city government fault than anything. Although I guess thanks, Cuomo. Cuomo, <laughs> that guy does kind of suck. His his girlfriend makes lasagna with crackers and the cottage cheese. Ugh. He is the good old Sanderley governors. <laughs> See, I've actually I've come around on Sanderley. I actually kind of love her because she's ridiculous and she knows it. Yeah, I guess. And you know, I appreciate her. Like, have you ever watched the uh, like on YouTube? They have a lot of videos of her cocktail time, and it's when she's like, just put in you know half you know put in a quarter cup of vodka, glug 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 yeah, glug yeah. glug. Or like, like when she when she gives like pouring directions like amounts. And then does not follow them by like she exceeds them by like three. She's like so like two tablespoons of vodka, and then it's just like she just holds the bottle there. <laughs> it's so good. I respect that about her. Do you, do you remember her like like shot menorah that she made? No. I think I think that's real and not a dream I had. But uh, it was. If, that's, if that you know if that's not real, I feel like that should be a thing. <laughs> the shot menorah. For for <laughs> drunk Jewish college students, maybe. Oh wait, maybe it's not. I just came up with that. That's a good idea. Put that in your your pocket for November or December or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hanukkah's this year. Uh, I'm also not Jewish, so I kind of feel bad. <laughs> but I'll leave it to my 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 Jewish friends, my friends of the Hebrew persuasion, as they say in Chinatown. <laughs> Uh, you mean the movie? Have you seen Chinatown? I have not seen that. Oh man, it's good. So it for a minute, is... I was thinking, do you mean the part of town? Is that just you know? You know, I hadn't been in Chinatown, Manhattan, for a while. Um, and we went to REI today, and since the B isn't running, we took the Q to Canal Street and walked up, and we walked over on Lafayette because Broadway is just a nightmare. New York directions, everyone. I did not realize that, and obviously, I should have assumed that every place in Manhattan is gentrifying. I did not realize there was now a Kate's Papery in what used to be the, like, Chinese snack emporium. Yeah. It's just it doesn't make me sad. Just makes but... you go, eh. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Anyway, shot I... menorahs. Yeah. Blue I actually, I... cow shots. I've been invited to, I was invited to a Hanukkah party uh, once, and my, and the request was, Whitney, please make a cocktail. I believe what I made really? was... Um, did, was it like? Did it have like a floater of uh, Manischewitz yes. wine? <laughs> no, that was that was like I was like oh, I can do this without Manischewitz. Um, I think I did something uh, with Applejack and ginger liqueur and champagne. That sounds incredible. Wait, you you haven't even opened this side up to me. Why you gotta hide your light under a bushel? Well, I don't I don't do it as much anymore because um, it's expensive. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have a whole story about the time when I like. I had the opportunity to, to try to like actually have my cocktail served in a restaurant and it was a complete nightmare. And I will, I will save that for another show. 
of, of one of the most of the, the story of one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. Oh my God. Uh, so it didn't go well, but it's okay. That restaurant is closed now. Good. Um, That's the great thing about New York. Everything closes eventually. <laughs> everything eventually shuts down. Um, except, uh, except banks. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, there was some. Oh yeah, there was a. What I was talking about when I was a when I was blowing not Timothy Dalton, but through uh, the life insurance from my mother's death, I would I would take a lot of uh, various cocktail classes at the uh, Astor oh, Astor yeah. Center. Astor yeah. yeah. Until eventually, until eventually, I was taking one, and I'm like, you know what? They can't teach me anything else. I'm I'm too advanced for these classes. That's awesome. <laughs> but I went to one, and it ended up like. You know, we, you know, it was sort of like teaching us the like basics of like, you know, flavor and combinations and like what you, you know, the things that make up a cocktail. And then at the end, it was like, okay, here's a bunch of ingredients. We're going to sign your little group some and make, invent a cocktail. And every, like everyone else got just one ingredient. And me and the, it was me and the girl I was with, we got two. So it became, it was like, we just got, it's, we went totally, totally chopped stuff. Have you seen chopped? Do you watch chopped? I do not. Ah, oh, I love it. I don't care for reality shows in general. So, well, this one, this one, I like Chopped because it's all in one. It condenses it all into one twenty-minute, okay. one or forty-minute thing. It's like you get the whole arc of drama, and then you never have to think about those people ever again. <laughs> ever. And you get to, and they like bring out weird food. It's like, hey, make this, uh, make something with uh, mayonnaise packets from an Arby's and uh, smoked paprika and uh, fago and a pork loin. You have 20 minutes. Go. I love so there's it. that. And we had like Aperol and prickly pear <laughs> syrup. And we made two cocktails just to show people what we could do. I think this week should be called I Haven't Drunk That. <laughs> My, I think I think uh, Ian wanted to. He wanted to, he wanted to um, have an I Haven't Tasted That segment. Fugu. No, I don't. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, you know, his first suggestion was gross. What was his first suggestion? Think. Think of a gross thing that a, a man might not have tasted. A butt? I don't understand. <laughs> it was jizz. It was jizz. Oh, we, you know, anything I say at this point is going to incriminate me. So <laughs> It's okay. Gonna, yeah. I'm just going to let it go. It was just like, you know, that was a gross. Yeah, Ian, that was gross. I wish you hadn't <laughs> said that. Good times. <laughs> going to edit all that out. Yeah, definitely just cut to that guy reading. Albacore yeah. tuna. Yeah, you gotta get him to record some more things for when uh, it's stuff so breaks. good. Well, the next time I work on a job for that particular client, I'll do that. Or maybe I'll just ask every producer to record things in a Sean Connery voice, and they will not get it. <laughs> so we could just a gradual. Um... Eventually, I'll be fired. Oh yay! But then you'll have enough uh, recordings of Sean Connery to to ellipses. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Find out next time. Sean Connery accents will return in. <laughs> da, 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 nothing. Ah, oh, good times. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, this this has been a this is a good one. I think I'm gonna have some alcohol delivered to my house. I have been drinking this Viking's blood for like an hour now. Yeah, I went. I drank all of the rye you sent me. I have this bottle that's just like. It's good, but it, I just keep it in the window in my office so that while I'm doing this podcast, I can just pour myself some. Office must be nice. Yeah, it is pretty nice. Ah! Uh, two and a half bedrooms. Real nice. And? We, got a, 
We got a new rug yesterday. <laughs> washer and dryer? Washer and dryer. Are you an heiress? No, we just found a crazy guy to render us a place for a like extremely low amount of money. Damn it. Yeah. And now, well, now you're trapped. Yeah, basically. We can never leave. You gotta you gotta have that guy with a stoop stale hanging yeah. no, playing bongos. No, they're just gonna open a bunch of condos by us and then we're gonna have a bunch of like extremely rich people hanging out and complaining about how the Hamptons aren't good anymore. Well they aren't. Ugh. I wouldn't know. Um yeah, it's a Gary Gatsby? I don't know. <laughs> Excellent. West egg? There are a lot of good West Egg and East Egg jokes in the in the fanfic. My my wife is from Long Island, so like a lot of times she's very painstakingly explained to me how like it's actually Great Neck and Little Neck or something, and I never listened. I never listened. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Speaking of never listening, you've been listening to I Haven't Seen That. Check us uh, out on Tumblr. Uh, uh, please enjoy our um, band camp. Stitcher. We don't have a band camp. No. Kickstarter. Yeah. Maybe. Everyone, everyone go donate to the Reading Rainbow Kickstarter. I saw something online where somebody was like, yeah, you shouldn't donate to it because now it's no longer owned by PBS. It's a for-profit company. And it's like, dude, I don't really think that he's going to like like take it's, the money and run. It's LeVar Burton. Who yeah, is that's, I trust him. A fucking saint. He is a saint. He almost became a priest. Read his biography that apparently exists. His name is LeVardis Burton Jr. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, check us out on Twitter. At I haven't seen. Check us out individually at Whitney Yarner or Mark Poffham. Am I doing this right? Yeah, you're doing great. Um, we're and, on uh, Stitcher. I don't know what that is, but we're also on the iTunes Store. And we've got um, we have an email address that's I haven't seen that podcast at gmail.com. We we want to. We're gonna do guests every other week now. Yeah, so, we're gonna. So yeah. suggest some guests. Will it be Mario Batali? Oh. Will it be Billy Corgan? <laughs> No, we're not going to have any of those people on. No. Here. Oh, but I wouldn't. Someone maybe yeah. suggest. Yeah, we'll see. Might be uh might be my old podcast host. Might be my friend yeah. Paul. Might be uh someone you've actually heard of. <laughs> eh, eh. No promises. No promises. Yeah. Might be Timothy Dalton. <laughs> might be Timothy Dalton. He owes you one. Oh. Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's enough of that. And out. <laughs> Aggressive, adversarial, competition, for fun. It's a game that Jake and I play on the holodeck. It's called cocktail time. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs>